Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So we announced this yesterday, uh, two nights of sticks in they, September of this year. They've done that before because they sell out. I mean, it's it's always a great show. And to see them at the Celebrity in the round there is is a fantastic venue for yeah. that show. Celebrity theater, both shows. In fact, that was one of the last things we did before the lockdown was those two nights of sticks. When you in, almost in, killed Tommy Shaw in the hallway. <laughs> that was the time before they were there. <laughs> we have a long history with I those almost, guys. I almost ran Tommy Shaw down on the staircase by accident. But... Uh, the, that was uh, that was the, the previous time because they had started that little tradition of uh, you know doing two nights at the Celebrity Theater. They did it in 2019. They did it in 2020, and now it looks like they'll be able to do it in 2021. Just later in the year, it'll be September for the eighth and ninth. And we just recently talked to Tommy Shaw. What are you big timing us? Had him on the phone and uh, asked him you know where he was. When he heard that, you know, last year, early last year, when everything got locked down, what he was doing, where he was. I was here packing my bags. I had some new wardrobe stuff, and I was in my in my closet. Suitcases open. Uh, I was on a later flight than, you know, some guys had already left and were flying to Philadelphia. They were in the air when that lockdown happened. So they got to Philadelphia, and it was like, well... You're going home. Yeah. I was I was lucky to still be home. I guess you call it lucky. I don't know. I don't know if anybody was lucky that day. Yeah, so yeah. that's Tommy Shaw talking about There was about disappointment in his down. voice there. Yeah, um that was a that was a big deal, man. They missed a lot of shows as did many people. You know what? Let me try and find something here. Okay, what do you got? Um this is this is a few years ago when we were talking to James Young. Again, your big time of Sticks and we asked James Young, you know, Tommy and and James have been there forever. Right. Know, basically, Tommy's yeah. not an original, but he was there very early on. Yeah. And James Young is one of the originals who's been there the, the entire of the band, time. Yeah. Yep. And we asked him, you know, if you're binge watching, you know, if you're talking to people about binge watching TV shows, what show do you recommend? Fargo. Fargo the series. First season with Billy Bob Thornton, who's a, who's a friend of the band and a fan of the bands. I've been to his house, hung out with him. What are you, big time on us? Yeah, big time on us here, James. <laughs> <laughs> Name dropping? That's that's not against the law. No, we ain't mad at you. We get it. <laughs> One of my favorite clips there. Name dropping. That's not against the law. Well, what's amazing is um, when you're famous, you can name drop somebody else who's famous, and it doesn't seem quite as egregious. Yeah, and it's, it's actually kind of cool when you hear that, too. You're like, oh, I didn't know those guys hung out. Yeah. You know, but- well, Billy Bob's a big musician. He hung out with a lot of guys. Hung out with Lemmy from Motorhead, too. He was one of those. Yep. Billy Bob Thornton's a kind of a weird jack-of-all-trades. He's almost like Bill Murray. Except Bill Murray is not a musician. No. And Billy Bob Thornton is. Yeah. Yeah. But they they are they just show up in the weirdest places and are friends with the weirdest people. This is bizarre. I would say um, so, yes. We just, have to change. We're, we're calling an audible because we originally wanted to talk about something that was incredibly bonkers, and then something that was incredibly bonkers surfaced. Even more bonkers. This just this phone call just came in. Hi, um, I know you did the traffic report, but can you maybe announce on there that on the uh, 202 East to set Higley's, there's a small plane on the freeway? Yeah. 202 East at around Higley, a small plane on the freeway, you say? Did someone just leave it there? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. There's crews and everything out there, but I mean, it's down to one lane, but I mean, I'm sure. That's the third plane yeah, in the valley in the last month. Yeah. 
that's not something you see every day. That's the first time I've ever seen it. it well, it's it, the opposite direction. It's becoming more. Oh, now not only is it a plane on the freeway, it's a wrong way flyer. <laughs> Exactly. We'd like to welcome Harrison Ford back to the Valley. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So no. it, is the is the plane as far over to the right as it can be? <laughs> no. Well, if you're going eastbound, it's as far over to the left as it can be the opposite direction. So it's in the HOV lane. Are there two people in the plane? <laughs> I couldn't. Because you can get exactly. a ticket for you that. You can get a big ticket for that. Yep, yeah. that's, a, that's an infraction. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for the heads up on that. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so we, we hope everybody's okay in the plane. Uh, yeah. I, that is really strange because this is three times now in less than a month that a plane has landed on a road here. There was one on the 202, a different section of the 202, probably about a week and a half ago. About a week before that, I think it was Deer Valley Road. Somewhere plane in landed either on. that or Scottsdale. It was, I forget which one, but uh, I mean... Uh, I mean, big question: Is there a flight school or something that's 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 doing taking students now? Or, I mean, is this, there's got to be some know, sort of a there's connection. Gotta be, there's got to be some F's that are being dished out. <laughs> I mean, that's it is that is inordinate. I don't know that three planes landing on you know Valley Highway roads or or secondary roads. Thankfully, we have big enough roads here that you can land a small plane on them, and yet we still have traffic backups. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's an that is a weird thing. Like the the big news right now is, nationally is that the um, uh, the U.S. government has acknowledged that there are UFOs. We have identified flying objects. They're just not flying. They're just in the wrong place. They're in the wrong place. Um, We've identified flying objects on the street, and they say that flying is safer than driving. Neither one seems to be the case here in the valley right now. It's so weird. But we've talked about that. You know what'll happen once we start getting wrong way flyers. Also, you know, it hasn't happened until this point. So. It is crazy. And my question is, once you hit the road in a plane, do the rules of the road apply? Do you get in trouble if you lane change without signaling? Well, I don't know that they, I mean, would you, I don't know that the window can roll down. Can you hand signal? <laughs> do you know your, your hand signals? You can, but you get sucked out. You know, yeah, so. Well, no, not on the road. I know. Above. I know. I'm just going to open the window here and get a little air inside. <laughs> I'm just adding a little absurdity to a very normal situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, very a common, on the road. A very common uh, uh, aggravation, daily aggravation. So listen, beware of that. That's around 202. Hey, everybody, it's Jesse. It's time for you guys to time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Jerry from Apache Junction on the phone with us, and we're going to play Time Out for Spanish for a Port of Subs gift card. Port of Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. So, Jerry, we'll give you three choices to choose from. You have to translate the Spanish phrase. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Here comes your Spanish phrase, Jerry. Ginebra de whisky brandy con un vaso soy muy práctico. Did you hear that? Yeah, can I, can I hear it? Can I, can I hear it in English? Sure. Ginebra de whiskey brandy con un vaso soy muy práctico. Eventually, it's one of these phrases in English there. Is it A, hey, hey, mama said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove? B, if I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? Or C, whiskey, gin, and brandy with a glass, I'm pretty handy. Which one is it? Wow. Boy, you make it really tough. Let's go with C. It is C. Very well nice. Done. 
Well played on your part. <laughs> well, hang on, Jerry. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Okay, so we had another plane, small plane, land on a freeway this morning. They've, they've cleared it off the road. That's 202 around Higley. So if it's still congested there, it should ease up fairly soon because they've got it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. When, it, when that happens, they've got – I saw the video of the one that landed. I guess it was Deer Valley Road. Um, they've got to pull the wings off the plane. Right. Kind of like you would do to a butterfly or a fly or anything like that when you were if a kid. If you're a cruel, if sick you're a cruel young human, child, yes. yes. But, but this is – so they pull the wings off the plane. Then they basically put them on a flatbed and they take the plane out of there. That's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. So it's going to, and you know, it'll be, yeah. you think you could land these planes in the middle of the night where they don't bother anybody. I know. It's I know. How inconsiderate. It's so weird. This is the third one in less than a month mm-hmm. on, a, on a valley road or freeway. Yep. Now, Steve emailed us, and Steve's theory was this more planes on the freeway are a function of more planes flying. A year ago, we wouldn't have had this problem. This is just another sign that the pandemic is winding down. I don't know that I agree with that theory. Uh, did we I, have a problem with planes landing on the freeway pre-COVID? No, we did have a problem with wrong-way drivers. We did not have a problem with wrong-way flyers. No. Outside of Harrison Ford, of course. Yeah, I mean, I have not heard anybody say, yeah, it'll be nice to get rid of this COVID thing, except then we'll have to go back to dealing with planes on the roads. Yeah, Nobody no. said that ever. I would venture to say, and and I'm going to look this up if I can, if I can find the place that would track this sort of a statistic. I don't believe there's any other city in America that's had three planes land in it in, in less than a month. It could outside of an airport. Yeah. And so my theory is not doesn't have anything to do with COVID. Well, maybe it does have something to do with COVID, and that the flight instructors are a little rusty. <laughs> is that it? I don't know I, if, I, these I don't, are, if these are students or what, but somebody's not crossing some T's and dotting some I's. Well, if there ever, ever were an argument for masks creating a lack of oxygen and bad judgment, I think wearing your mask <laughs> while flying is probably bad. It's, I'm just saying, that'd be one instance. You know, if you think wearing a mask alone while driving is a stupid idea, how about flying? Yeah. I just I don't understand why this sudden rash of plane landings on surface streets and freeways. And I don't think it has anything to do with COVID necessarily. I wouldn't say so, but we're blaming everything on COVID right yeah. now. All right, coming up, we have tickets to give away, like probably within 10 minutes to The Dead and Company. Tickets go on sale Friday. Can't get them yet. It's probably a good idea that you separate references to The Dead and landing planes on Valley Freeways a little bit deeper than that. Nobody hurt this time. Okay, so, that's good, which, yes. which is good. All right, excellent. Um, and also coming up, we have a, a quick update on the Perseverance rover, which is on Mars And everybody's forgotten about it already, but another country is butting in on Perseverance's glory. Oh, boy. That's wrong. All right, we'll get into that. Plus, we still, we promised you something that was absolutely bonkers, and we'll get to that at some point this morning as well. It's Mark and Neanderthal. It was exactly three months ago on this day that the United States of America achieved a monumental space feat by landing the Mars rover Perseverance on the surface of Mars. And ironically, we are not paying attention to it anymore. Well, we covered it a lot when it happened. It's, yeah. we're, we're three months into it now. Everybody's kind of taking it for granted a little bit. But there is an update we have to tell you about. It 
It's a harsh atmosphere that perseverance is in. It's exploring a world where Captain Kirk's never been. It's Mars. So they uh, they landed up there. They've got the helicopter floating around and all that stuff. They're taking pictures. And got stuff. all this stuff going on. And then out of nowhere, China comes this, comes this other spaceship. China just landed a rover on Mars yesterday. Who hey, who invited the Chinese? What we called intergalactic dibs. Clearly, what I wouldn't pay attention. The problem with China, the Chinese landing a, a rover on Mars is an hour later they're going to want to do it again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> The population of Mars has doubled exactly in the last 24 hours, and that's a real problem. Yeah, there's no parking anymore. <laughs> that's the problem. Right? This whole big. Here's the thing: they had an entire planet to land on. Why did they land in our area? I know. I mean, I mean, they, seriously, like they could have landed that rover on Mars, and nobody would ever known. It's not like the Perseverance would have been like, "Hey, that over there." <laughs> Why couldn't they land on another planet? What's the difference? Mars, <laughs> Pluto, Saturn. Isn't it all the same? Now now the parking is at a premium on Mars, and that's going to be I a know, problem. I know, I know. No, we're going we're gonna to go to war down here on Earth, and it's going to be over a parking spot on Mars. On Mars, yeah. That's the troublesome aspect of this whole thing. Well, this is where NASA didn't plan ahead. They didn't bring a, a barrel or a bad kitchen chair to put in the parking spot. <laughs> So they could just say, hey, this is our parking spot until springtime. All right. So there is your update on the Mars Perseverance. And so we've landed on Mars and we're looking around. We'll be scooping up dirt and bringing it home from Mars. Because stupidity runs rampant around the world, and sometimes here in the Valley, it's time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. Yeah. Barry Morphew lives in Colorado, and when the presidential election came around last year, Barry was so intent on helping his favorite candidate win the presidency that he not only filled out his own ballot, right, but he filled out his wife's ballot without her knowing about it and sent it in. Well, that's... Um Fraudulent. It does seem yeah. does seem like voter fraud is what that yeah. seems like. Barry got caught doing this too, and he's been charged with one felony count of forging public documents. Now, this is not particularly noteworthy. It was one random voter fraud thing that they found. Mm-hmm. Except that most people in Colorado know the name Barry Morphew because he's very noteworthy. Very notorious because he was arrested a ways back on suspicion of murdering this very same wife who disappeared well before the election back in November. Now, to be fair, they haven't found the wife's body. She's still listed as missing. Mm-hmm. But she's missing and presumed dead and yet somehow was still able to mail in a ballot. And the witness to that ballot was Barry himself, of course. He put his own name in. So we don't know if millions of dead people voted, but we know that one (laughs) presumably dead person voted by proxy, which, again, is fraud. Yes, I think the answer is a lot closer to one uh, as to how many. (laughs) But that that got flagged by somebody because the names are very well known. It's a notorious case in Colorado. Uh, Barry really wanted his guy to win. Obviously. Despite being the lead suspect in his wife's disappearance at the time, he thought it was a good idea to fill it out and send in her ballot. I think his credibility is a little bit damaged now. If there were ever a justifiable reason 
reason for a pardon, it would be your vote being the deciding factor. <laughs> yep. A presidential pardon would be in order. If you could sit back and go, come on, yep. I got you elected. So Barry is being held without bail on the murder charges. The other charge seems like small peanuts in comparison. You big dummy. In Clayton, Missouri, a 29-year-old woman took a cab to the bank about two weeks ago, and she asked the driver to wait while she went in, and she came back out. The driver had no idea that his cab was being used as a getaway vehicle for a bank robbery. Sure. But what a terrible idea to use a brightly colored cab from a well-known Colorado cab fleet as your getaway vehicle. Unless, of course, you were in New York City or Los Angeles on a rainy night in an action movie, and then there's just a cavalcade of cabs. Your suspect is in one of them, and you can't seem to find it, so you have to run from cab to cab to cab. Bank employees called police, of course. Police called the cab company. They got the dispatcher who, you know, with technology is able to track every cab on his roster in real time. Riga, you're in cab 810. So they got the guy literally within five minutes of leaving the bank. And I say the guy, the poor cab driver knew nothing about what was going on. It was the woman who was the passenger. (laughs) Can you imagine you pull up to a red light and all of a sudden the men in black show up in their government vehicles with guns drawn? Yeah, these were the the men in blue here um, pulling up with their guns drawn, more than likely. Um, Their next stop was a bank, so she was going to do it again, but luckily she was stopped on this one. So the lady bank robber and Bruce, the allegedly murderous but definitely fraudulent voter, will be today's Mark and Neanderthal Dumbasses of the Day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. They were sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. You know what? We should mention the bonkers thing because everybody is going bonkers about this. This is ridiculous. This is Prince Harry, you know, from England. Uh, he was on a podcast and started to talking about the First Amendment. There's so much I want to say about the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're... I, I still don't understand it, but it is bonkers. Wait a minute. Oh, well, it doesn't apply to you. <laughs> he said, I still don't understand the First Amendment, but, so it much is, w- but it is bonkers. He says, there's so much I want to say about the First Amendment. Yeah. Well, have at it. That's what the First Amendment is there yes. for. Pish posh. Yes. Um, didn't we fight an entire war so that we didn't have to care what those people think about see, our now, First Amendment? That's what everybody's been saying. Yeah. And and, and I, I get that sentiment. But the, the First Amendment itself, I, I disagree. The First Amendment is not bonkers. The First Amendment is is wonderful. The First Amendment allows those who are bonkers to show that they are bonkers. The right? First Amendment allows you, if you disagree with the First yeah. Amendment, to say that the First Amendment is bonkers, and that's okay. Right, exactly. No, if – see, I don't I – don't, I don't have a problem with him ripping on the First Amendment. First of all, it doesn't apply to you because you're an English citizen, but that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Still, say what you want. That's the First Amendment. Exactly. I, I, there's so many people who got so outraged about this, but I'm like, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's exactly what the First Amendment is for, that you're allowed to say something like that, which to me is bonkers that he said that. Right. Because the amendment's not bonkers. Some, you know, other things are bonkers, and those things get stated because of the First Amendment. You ready for this? This is the ultimate in hypocritical freedom. Are you ready? What is the American flag all about? It's about freedom. Right. 
It's a symbol of freedom. It's a, a symbol, symbol of, of something like the First Amendment. Exactly. The American flag is a symbol of freedom for the United States of America, yeah. correct? Yes. And with that freedom comes the freedom to burn the American flag. That is true, as, I, as regardless of how distasteful it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the idea. I am uh, opposed to the idea. And if I see it, I would try to put it out out of respect. Yeah. That said... You have every right to do – that's what the American flag stands for. Every right to do what? To to burn the American flag. Except, if I might mention – What? You cannot do it on the outfield grass at a Los Angeles Dodgers game. You're not going to reference Rick Monday again. April 25th, 1976. God, here he goes. Two protesters stormed out of the outfield seats, put an American flag on the outfield grass, and attempted to light it. Outfielder Rick Monday, ASU graduate, first pick in the first ever Major League Baseball draft, ran over and saved that flag. What day was this? This was April 25th, 1976. Please tell me it was a Monday. It was a Sunday, as oh, a matter of fact. son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So close. Rick Monday, 241 career home runs in the major leagues, a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers World Series championship team in 1981. Rick Monday, remember the name. And, yeah, well, I, I can't forget it now. You've referenced it twice in three days on this show. <laughs> so that's ridiculous. <laughs> that was not bonkers. That was heroism, my friend. (laughs) Look, uh, I don't care what Prince Harry has to say about anything at any time, and you shouldn't either. That's the First Amendment. Yep. Rick Monday. Son of a... Just got a cool call that went like this. Yeah, I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee now and i used to live in phoenix since 1975 and i'm listening to ksl my stream it here in chattanooga chattanooga tennessee chattanooga we're huge there we're big it's in Chattanooga. South Central Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but well, that is cool. He uses the KSLX app. Well, I'm glad he's not listening to uh, uh, Trey and Bubba in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea who the, who, no, who the big morning show in Chattanooga is. It's great that he can do that. And we always encourage you to download the KSLX app, not only because you can listen anywhere, even Chattanooga, Tennessee in Hell the United yeah. States. Yep. Uh, it also makes you eligible for streaming rewards. It, if you download the KSLX app, you've got the Mark and Neanderthal daily podcast on your phone also. So it's you got that going for you. Yeah, which, which is, is nice. nice. All right. Um, you know, speaking of technology, like the KSLX app, they're starting the Google Developer Conference today. They're doing like Is that a, here in the Valley? No, no. It's uh, I can't remember where they have it, but they're doing the latest stuff. Like, I think they're developing or showing the new Android operating system. Oh, okay. And I think they're also going to do a Google Watch, you know, because you got the well, Apple sure, Watch. Yeah, is, smart watches yeah. are a big deal, man. I got, I got an Apple Watch. It's great, man. You remember, I'm not wearing it, but I got one. I know you remember it, but... Who's thought of Google Glasses in the last three years? I think it was just called Google Glass. Google Glass? I think it was just called Google Glass. That was when you were going to get what they call a HUD, a heads-up display on your glasses. Like, like think of, do you remember that scene in The Terminator when the guy was, I think it was. He's trying uh, to think of a response. I think it was Bill Paxton was giving him a hard time about something, and the possible responses showed up on his his visual. Yeah. It's called a heads-up display. Yeah. You see it in war movies. You see it in Star Wars. You see it in a lot of these things. They were going to basically embed that. That on a pair of glasses so that you had eye, uh, uh, eye response access to the internet right there. It didn't really, like, nobody bought them, right? It just didn't take off like a Google thought it was going to, right? I don't see anybody I don't, no, wearing I don't, them. I don't, I, think, just, I don't even think it's a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, I like the internet, 
but I don't want it like a half inch or an inch from my face. Well, you say that now until the cataracts kick in because you spend so much time staring at, <laughs> if I'm at, wearing, the, at the computer. You know screen. what? If I'm wearing cataract glasses, yeah, okay. There's enough room there. It's like having a big screen TV on your face. Are you going to wonder, uh, uh, is Sofia Vergara's body bigger on Coke bottle glasses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, that was a misstep, I think, by Google. Uh, yeah, am, am I wrong? It just didn't, it didn't was go the, where they thought it would. I think it was the new Coke of the internet. Right. Or or for people of a certain age, the Edsel of the internet. <laughs> the Pinto of the yeah. internet, yeah. Yeah, just get, to, Might as well get every generation in there. I don't know. That'd be like like a Google goalie mask. You know, for when the, <laughs> for when the, for when the action's at the end of the other end of the arena, the goaltender can get online and, yep. and surf or something like that. Yep. You you wouldn't want it that close to your face. I remember they were going to do uh HUD displays on the windshield of your car. And if there's anything that you need to be distracted less yeah. by, it's by cartoons. I think the Tesla has it. I think some Teslas you can play wow. video games, either video games or there are like cartoon characters that dance across your screen or something stupid like I like exactly what you need is a floor show while you're barreling down the 101 at 90 miles an hour yeah. in a 4000 pound vehicle. That sounds like page 1 from the book of bad ideas yep. right there. Well, no, page 1 from the book of bad ideas was Google Glass, is what All that right. was. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.